Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liljeno, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. I am so happy that you tuned in today. I have the most special interview to serve you guys today. But before I do see if there's anyone listening in that's new to our community, to this podcast, make sure you press the follow button so you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. And to go a little bit deeper into who this special person is, it's Lorna McKenna, who's a mindset and empowerment coach. She's the very first non-equestrian on this podcast, but don't tune off because this is so special. Lorna is specialized in helping people people to love themselves again, find that self-love. And I met Lorna through a program that we followed together with Drop Dial a few years ago. And it was so, so nice to catch up with Lorna again. I really felt amazing. It's so incredible when you catch up with other people and you talk with other people who are really on a growth journey and they want to become the best version of themselves. They really work on their mindset. They are just such heartwarming people and she really shares so much value in this episode it's everything like really really deep going knowledge in the mindset page but also really practical tips things that you can use in your everyday life i felt amazing stepping out of this conversation with Lorna and I know if you just spend this hour today you're gonna feel incredible too stepping out of it so I am so so thrilled to share this episode with you let's jump in super super welcome Lorna you're actually the first non-equestrian person that we're having on this podcast so that's a celebration itself that's pretty cool I think um that's really really cool so super welcome um you I think I also need to feel like I need to explain I've had a Lorna on this podcast in the past she's one of my my best friends um so I just want to make it clear that there's a distinction here there's like Lorna that we've had on this podcast in the past and this is Lorna McKenna who's uh who's also a coach uh and we've been doing a program together where we met each other and I'm super super excited to talk to you today Lorna so super super welcome Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited that I'm the first non-question. And I'm excited that it's been another Lorna because there's not that many of us that have met. So. I know, right? <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Hello, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and that actually, I, I got to introduce you to, to, to my other friend, Lorna. So, yeah, you please do. The... We've got to. We've got to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'd say let's dive in. And uh, yes. you want to tell us, I always want to sort of start with people telling telling the me, telling the audience about their journey. Obviously, yours is a non-equestrian journey, but do you want to tell us sort of what got you into mindset, uh, what you're doing today, yeah, sort of... Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. I think I love talking about the journey because I think it's we all get into our journeys at different points. And mine started back, it was like five years ago when I just graduated from university. And I was in the middle of doing my master's and I saw this picture of myself at my graduation and I was just like, whoa, I've really let myself go. And I was just like, something needs to change. And my weight's always been a thing that mm-hmm. was a big part of my life growing up. It was, there was such a focus on it. 
And I was like, I embarked on this weight loss journey because I just genuinely believe that losing weight would make me happy. If I'm slimmer, I'm happier because I always thought like it's always been this pivotal thing. So I invested in a personal trainer, went on this weight loss journey and I lost like four and a half stone, which I think in you working kilos, I think. I love that you're doing a translation already. Around (laughs) about 28 kilos um, in like two years. And it was really interesting because I lost all this weight and I still wasn't happy. And I just couldn't register that I'd even, I would look in the mirror and still think I was the same size. I would go into a shop and pick. And I was just remembering, remembered having a conversation with a friend. Like I was living in London um, with my ex-partner at the time. And I don't know, I just had this feeling inside of me that I was just lost. I was like, I didn't know who I was. I'd lost all this weight. I used to like lost that part of my identity and I was lost. And I just started questioning. Like there's got to be more like, what do I enjoy? Who am I? Like all these questions. And I just knew there was meant for more. There was must have been so much more than what there was, but I obviously just didn't know about mindset. I'd never heard of it. And it was at this, I had a friend that really got me into personal development. He was kept like sending me things, but it still wasn't registering. I was just like, I was reading these books, but I'd read them and I just, I didn't really get it. And then fast forward to the pandemic and I joined an online company, a network marketing company at the time. And I was exposed to personal development mindset and when the pandemic hit it was to me was a blessing in disguise I know it was a very like tough couple of years but for me it allowed me to stop the like mundane autopilot that I was in and start to focus I had this time to focus on other things and from that journey there I discovered personal development and I was doing in this network marketing company and just I just wanted to help people. The more I was learning, I wanted to help. And that's what inspired me. And, and it was, wasn't was at the, the end of the first year of the pandemic. Was it the first? Yeah, end of the first year of the pandemic, I lost my job. And I was like, what do I j- want to do? I wanted to help and inspire people. And that's kind of how I found coaching. But I didn't go straight into coaching. I got another job. And just from there, making that first investment into a coaching program, my life changed forever. It was like the best, most scary decision I ever made. And from there to where I am now, it has been a journey. And the best part about this journey is I've learned so much about myself and who I am as a person. And I look back and I just like, sometimes I forget how far I've come. And that's what led me to where I am today, which is a mindset and empowerment coach who, I guess it like my niche sometimes quite a lot, but I like to focus on, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, but not just entrepreneurs, just people that ambitious women that desire more to love themselves more to, to be able to really like work on that. They re- I truly believe that the relationship with yourself is the most important one. And the more we understand ourselves, the more we understand life, the more we go after what we want. And it's all around like, how do we lead ourselves? How do we love ourselves? And I just really care about the human behind everything. Like I care about you, the person, because I just feel like the more you understand yourself, the more you understand actually why do I do these things there's a reason like there's a lot of reasons for things it's a lot of trauma a lot of conditioning all these different things and the more we understand that the better we then start to show up because we realize actually I'm not just this way and it can be changed and I guess like that's like my mission is to just to show people like the humanness of life like I I love to talk about things I've struggled with and been through because it makes people feel not alone and I think it's such a strength we all go through these things. It's just a, a part of this beautiful journey of life, of whether it's riding and whether it's building a business, whatever it is, there's going to be these moments, but we have to embrace them to appreciate the highs. And they're not good or bad. They're just part of this journey. And life is a journey. So I guess that's kind of where, in a nutshell, what got me to here. 
weight loss to my setting empowerment coach <laughs> oh my god i love that what an intro and what a way to describe your your journey as well um yeah, there's there's so much in there that i want to touch upon so yeah super super introduction um maybe just because I feel called like when you talk about self-love because I feel mm. like that's something that a lot of us writers like we definitely have work yeah. to do on um we have this like love for our horses like they are the most important thing in in, in the world to us so precious yeah. and and we'll be like you know we'll always go into riding and be like oh my horse is amazing but then a lot of riders I hear say like that they are not that great or they maybe don't deserve that horse or that the horse is too good for them and you know I've been there myself as well and and I think that comes back to a lot to self-love where we like we're loving our horse and we're putting them on a pedestal but Mm -hmm. then we don't love ourselves because we can say those shit things about ourselves and and knowing that this is obviously a huge question and there's probably a million answers to this question but like what do you feel like maybe something you've been through yourself or you've done yourself like what is something that you feel like people that want to develop more of a love for themselves like what can they do where can they start such a it's so interesting it's not even just like like everything we do we're always like oh you're amazing but you're not so like there's a couple of things to me, like just to define what self-love means to me, it's to like love and accept all parts of us, even the parts we like strive to improve. Because at the end of the day, the parts of us that we shame, the parts of us that think that we're not good enough, they're still part of us. And you can have the parts that you don't feel good enough. And then you can have parts that you do feel good enough about or you do like about yourself and they coexist together. They're not like separate to you. So to me, self-love is about like accepting all of them parts of the, yourself is the days where I still get into a negative mindset <laughs> and that little voice inside my head. And especially as women, we have like our cycle, the inner critic comes out. Yes, there is. Like yeah, I'm yeah. human, like our brains <laughs> naturally like go to the negative sometimes. But it's not about never having another negative thought. It's never about never putting yourself down. It's more about having that awareness that you're doing it and then deciding, okay, am I going to continue with this pattern or am I going to am I gonna like stop and just speak to myself kindly? Am I going to show myself compassion? One thing I do like every day, which is really interesting because I used to look in the mirror and beat myself up is look in the mirror and tell myself I love myself. Like I say, I love you because it starts with us, you being able to like say them things and it can feel uncomfortable at first or just like looking at myself like in the mirror. (laughs) This is like some of the work that I've done that's really helped me is like looking at myself in the mirror and like staring at myself in the eyes and like just saying I love you or just looking and just like trying to say nice things or just observing what comes up. And I think doing that, it's like we've got to like face ourselves and look at ourselves. And if we're looking at it and saying, I love you and not like nitpicking and just appreciating yourself, it takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. It takes time and just like celebrating yourself for all that you are. And I think sometimes another really powerful exercise, which I would really recommend doing is writing a love letter to yourself. And I can send you a template of one if you want to like share it with anybody but like this template of writing a love letter to yourself where it's like you forgive yourself for all these things. You recognize where maybe you are beating yourself up and just saying like, I forgive you. And then write what you love about yourself and just start by doing it. And sometimes you might have like one thing on the list, but just keep looking for the, the things that you are good at. And I think they're just some really powerful. It's just that reframing of what are we focusing on? Like what we focus on expands. If we're focusing on what we're not good at, we're going to find more of that. Whereas we start to celebrate ourselves and focus on what we do it starts to cultivate that feeling 
of love and it starts at yeah I can celebrate myself because it's very interesting as I've been on this journey I thought I loved myself then I started a business and realized I had a lot of stuff <laughs> still to work on and especially over this last year it's been really like personally tough for me like personally like internally I've dealt a lot of with the parts of me that like to sit and admit out out loud and say things like I don't think I'm worthy of what I'm creating and actually have that realization and say it out loud and voice it and I remember being like sat on a park bench and a client sent me this beautiful testimonial and I just looked at it and I felt so and I just started crying because like I just didn't believe it was about me and in that moment I realized like there was a part of me that just did not feel worthy and from that moment it was a turning point to say something out loud and just admit I don't feel like that it's Mm. like this power went away from it okay I see you that you're there I'm not trying to hide you and just embrace it and for me sometimes it is it can be tough to want to sit there and say like I don't feel like I'm worthy but when you say it it's like okay like I acknowledge that you're there now I'm gonna work on it rather than what we sometimes try and do is yeah yeah I believe I'm good enough I believe I'm really good but we're just saying it surfacely it's like do you believe it at the core of you and that's the difference and it it takes actually I was, I was t- speaking to a client about this the other day because she was saying it was on the back of she, she didn't want to come to the release the regret masterclass that you came to because she's like I don't want to look backwards I just want to keep looking forward and I use this analogy and you can use it in anything like if we're building a house the same as if we're building self-love we're building confidence the foundation like if you're building a riding career whatever it is the foundations need to be strong if the foundations are not strong it will crumble And it's the same with us. So when we're trying to build, like we do all these things to build, if we actually don't, and we're just trying to, I don't know, I like to see confidence, self-love as like bricks. Every time we do something, it's like we're adding a brick to this wall. But if we're building this wall from the ground flat, that we've no like digging deep, when we're just building on surface. So if the wind comes along, it's going to blow it over. Whereas when you actually look back into like the things that maybe have made you feel like that and you dig down and you dig deep into the past, and actually dig it deep to say like it's a tree from the root and pull it out, then when you start to build, you're building not on that root, you're building on fresh soil. And sometimes we need to go back and it's like an arrow is pulled back to go forward. We need that to really move forward. So if you feel like you're doing all the all the things and you're doing everything to build your confidence and to build your self-love and it's not working or you're building like with riding, you, you know that you're good at what you do, but this is just a part of you. So sometimes we just need to go back and address it and acknowledge it. And then decide, actually, I'm going to reach and then build from that. And sometimes it can feel painful. I'm not going to sit here and say it's the most easy thing to do because I would be lying to you and I don't want to lie to you. It can feel difficult, but it's also so necessary for you as an individual to deal with this stuff and move move through it like but from pulling it out at the root because like it's like a weed, isn't it? Pull the weed out at the root. It's not going to grow back. It's the same with our beliefs. So that was a really long windish. <laughs> no, I love <laughs> I it. Again... But I'm trying to like get I like to give analogies because I think sometimes I'm like a very visual person. And I think sometimes having something like tangible that we can put it to, we like we can see it a bit better. So yeah, I hope that's helpful. <laughs> if that anything, super... anybody needs anything explaining, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's super, super helpful. And it was just again, I, I told you after you did that masterclass also, like you give so much value just for free and you're just like cramping <laughs> it all. Like that was so much valuable and useful stuff. Absolutely. Um, and, and there's a couple of things that I really, you know, I really agree with. I just want to double click on when you say like going back, mm. it's it's like I feel like so many times you are in a certain way and you'll be like, I 
I got into the awareness now and I understand that I don't believe in myself. My confidence is not that great. And it's almost like, you okay, you get to the point where you can speak that out because like you say, that's really the first step. It's wanting to be using all those affirmations, but sometimes you just have to stop and actually just speak out what there is. Yeah. Stop like sort of pretending, but it's, and you know, there's good stuff to that and affirmation and all those kind of stuff. It has value, absolutely. Yeah. But like you say, at a certain point, you, you need to just stop and look what there is right now. Like before you can fix a problem I feel like you need to call it out you need to yeah. ask the right questions and mm, yeah it's, it's it's just such so important so like and I feel oftentimes when you then get to that realization where you're like okay I feel like I'm not good enough and then you start asking yourself but why is that yes. and you know just knowing that every experience that you've been through your entire life have shaped you in some kind of way mm-hmm. and the fact that you're feeling like you are not good enough or that your self-confidence isn't great it's because something you've been through in the past right and and sometimes when I ask people like you know can, what can you remember they'll be like I don't remember anything but then just by asking yourself that question why is this so things will start to pop up maybe not that mm. moment but sort of later on and I feel like when you can get those realizations it's like oh shit that thing happened actually when I was yeah. six or ten or whatever you'll be like oh that actually makes sense I can see now how that will have programmed me into that belief mm. and why I'm now sitting here today feeling like I'm, I'm about to go into this competition and I'm, I'm doubting myself I can see now that there's an explanation for that and and I feel yeah. like it sort of helps to not judge yourself it's like it's so yes. easy to be like oh, I don't believe in myself and now I'm bad and, you know, I'm, I'm not a good yeah. person. But when you can understand where that came from, it's sort of like, okay, I understand. It's not my fault. It's just because of this experience yeah. that I went through when I was seven. And therefore I feel like this, it's okay. And, you know, now yeah. I understand and, and now I can sort of give it a place and leave it behind me and decide yes. that that's not the person I'm going to be going forward. Yeah, I think what you just said there is just everything. I was just like, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like sometimes it's, the reason why I love understanding myself and understanding maybe why I feel a certain way because it's like okay I'm like oh that makes sense because sometimes I'm like well like why do I not feel worthy why mm-hmm. or like why do I not feel loved why do I not feel whatever it is and it might be like on the surface on the outside it's like on on paper if you like it, it looks like oh, well everything should be fine but it could be like something so it might not even be that significant that you it's not doesn't have to be I think this is the thing with like with trauma of any kind it's like people think that trauma is like this big thing like you must have to go through like a massive thing but like trauma is anything that leads you to have a belief that's negative about yourself so it could be someone I don't know there's a time at school that someone pushed you over and it made you feel not good enough and that could be the thing it could be that you thought you'd done something really good and then you're told it's rubbish and it could be something as little as that that forms a belief so now that every time moving forward as an adult you told to I don't know I used to could not take criticism so obviously I know with riding you're going to be constantly and anything we're constantly critiquing ourselves to be better how can we be better but if you have the belief that every time you're critiqued that it's a personal attack on you and someone is personally attacking you because that's a belief that formed when you was younger, you're not going to be able to see a critique as positive criticism. You're going to see it as a personal attack on you. So that's going to dint your confidence. It's going to dint your ability. But when you can switch that narrative and realize, okay, in that moment, that person was probably just trying to help and just switch the lens that you're looking at it. So now when your coach is telling you, do this next time, it's going to improve this, you're like, Ah, I see that they're trying to help me be better. And it's just by switching the lens. But because we're so conditioned that failure is bad, 
like from school we go to school if you're in the bottom class if you don't pass your, I don't know like if you don't pass your exams you're not going to get a good job people that leave school without exams are a failure like we're so conditioned from such a young age to see failure as a bad thing that when we get to being an adult and we fail we think it's the worst thing in the world but actually like to be successful in anything you have to fail and it's who can fail fastest because the more you fail and I love the anagram of fail first attempt in learning because to me there is no failure we're never going to think as a child like you try to learn to walk think of if you were riding I don't know the first time you go to ride a horse like you're not going to be like the best horse rider in the world because you're just starting out and it's the same with anything it's like I see like I don't really like like I said I don't really see things as failure if things don't work out as I've expected or how I think I'm like well what could I have done better what have I learned in this and it's like when you can switch that lens to curiosity and I think this is the the biggest things we can do in life is be curious it's like something I think we lose as, as children we're always asking why do we have to do this why 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 but as adults we're just like we just want to accept and it's like why where, where do we lose this curiosity and I think that's when you can start being curious about things and start being able to like question okay what could I do better next time what did go well what didn't go so well what would I do better and it's the same with situations one thing I always think like when we can look back it's like okay in this moment even if you recognize for example like I don't know I don't know say for example in horse riding your coach gives you some positive critique like positive critique and you think it's you react in a way you're high on emotion and I presume after competitions I can I used to like do synchronized swimming and I know what this like feeling of like you're high off a competition and it, like emotions can be high and someone says something to you and you snap it's also because we all act out of emotions we're human we're emotional beings it's also about remembering that in that moment okay if you do respond in a way that you don't like and then afterwards you're reflecting on it and like I didn't like how I response it's not then about you beating yourself up it's about okay I accept that this happened acceptance is key next time I'm faced with this situation what would I do differently and that's the question, what would I do differently? And that's how you change patterns. That's how you change your mindset. That's how you change how you view things. What would I do differently? And then next time you do differently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's so funny because you speak, it's like, I know that and I appreciate you sort of relating back to like, I can imagine in horse riding, like that you tie it back, but it's like, you, you, I know that you're not doing horse riding, but when the way you speak about it, it's it's so accurate to what people actually go through. And I suppose that is just because you've been an athlete yourself. So you know sort of what that looks like. But it's so often people be like, you know, coming out and they'll be just blaming themselves and be like, oh, I did that bad and I did that bad. Yeah. And it's, it's just you, like you say, you'd really just start beating yourself up while you can also go about it from that curiosity and be like, look, I want to improve because that's, you know, at the end of the day, we all want to get better. And that's why we get, you know, pissed with ourselves because we feel like we should be better and we just get so upset about those those mistakes but really you can come from it from that point of curiosity and be like okay I really want to improve now let's look at what happened here and what is the reason and why did it go like that what can I do better next time and that is when you'll really start to improve so so absolutely and I know that that thing that you said here like failure is the first attempt to learning yeah in learning like it's I think that is such a powerful way of looking at it and again it's like you say we're programmed to see we are, that we are programmed yeah it's about well, 
Yeah, well, really, it, it it is not, and and you know that is a belief that I worked a lot on. Like I yeah, used to have too, this. Yeah, it's, it's like it just like ingrained into you as a kid, unfortunately. Um, and I mean, there's nothing that anyone did by purpose, of course, but it just happens. Like it's, no. it's just like you say with school, with grades, all those kind of stuff. You're just like yeah. trained in that way that it's not okay to sort of fail. Well, actually, that is a brilliant thing, and we should all start to learn failure because yeah. if we all want to get better that is the quickest gate to get better yeah I think just just to touch on this like the things that we just spoke about then it's like remembering like for example before I started on this journey like I didn't really like embrace my emotions I was very numb I didn't like if someone I don't know like someone passed away for example like when my grandma died I cried for like one day then that was it never cried again and I never processed it so like being on this journey I've really learned to embrace the emotions that I feel Mm because emotion is just energy in motion so like when we you come off the back of a competition whether you're doing something especially when we put so much time and energy into we invest so much money time and energy into like finessing our skill especially like I've like by my brothers played football I see you know when what and especially like athletes that are competing at a high level you invest so much of your time energy money life into this that you of course you want it to work out and it's the same with anything whether that's business whether it's a relationship with yourself whether it's a relationship we invest so much time money and energy like into these things that of course we're going to lead with emotions so your emotions and it's good to feel these emotions it's a good to feel anger it's good to feel frustrated because it's what is it showing you it's good to cry I'll never forget when someone said to me, said to me, you need to not cry so much. And I'm like, no, it's good that I cry. The emotion is passing through me. And you know, a good cry is good. Let it out. Yeah. It's good that you're feeling these. But one thing I would say is like something I really had to learn was when I'm like triggered or something is upsetting me is not to act from that place of emotion is to like just acknowledge the thoughts that are coming up. And then when I've calmed down and I've brought myself back to neutral and I'm at a level ground where I'm not heightened, like when my nervous system is calm and I'm back to neutral, okay, look at the situation objectively from a place of pure awareness. And I I think I said to you, this is how I tell all my clients, is like we're not reflecting as a place of what did I do wrong? Let's beat myself up. We're reflecting, okay, what is the situation at fact with no emotion involved the situation, okay, could be I've placed six in a competition. I got this many points. Then points and where you place means nothing about you as a person. That is just a fact of on the day, that is how you performed. Okay, looking at that performance, what did go well? Because there's always something that goes well. We go quick to what went wrong. We need to fix something. No, actually, stop for a minute. What went well? What are you grateful for? And then look at, okay, next time, what could I do to improve? What and just looking at it from that as a complete objective because it's a, the thing when we're looking at things with emotion through the lens of emotion and looking at it when we're heightened we can't see logically sometimes and we like make it mean everything about us so all them parts of you that don't feel worthy don't feel good enough all them memories in that moment of emotion they're all coming back up so all you're looking at is what well, am I not good enough and then you like completely just overlook all the things that you have done and you have achieved and that are, are amazing. And this is a thing with like with anything that we go into with an expectation of where we expect to be, when it either falls short of that expectation that we place in our head, we make it mean something about us when really it doesn't mean anything. It's just not looked how we expected. But I always like this has probably been one of the biggest things that for me I've learned on my journey is like 
things might not turn out as, as I've expected. Things also turn out a lot greater than I could ever possibly expect. And even in the moments where I'm really like, I just don't understand how this happened. I then maybe like a month, two months, three months down the line, I'm like, oh, that needed to happen for me to learn this lesson and get me to this point. And I just see how like, I talk about this year being really personally challenging and there's been a lot of parts of myself I've had to face. I see now, when now I'm out the other side and feel really grounded and centered in myself, I see why every single moment, every single hard moment, every single tear that I've shed this year, every moment of doubt, every moment of struggle, I needed to have to get me to this point. And if I hadn't have gone through that, would I be at this point? No. So it's just like embracing the journey of life, a journey of competition, journey. Everything is always happening for us. And there's something that I learned and I want to share. And I'm trying to share this with as many people as possible because it really was just change our perspective. I read something, I think it was on Instagram, and it said, because a big thing in the personal development space, in any development space, is like they say life is happening for us. It's always happening for our greatest good. So it's always happening for the our best thing, like the universe, if you believe in it, God, whatever you believe in, it's always doing things that are going to bring, bring you to greatness. So it was saying if life is always happening for us, how is there ever anything such as a mistake? Because a mistake means something wrong has happened. So if we're saying something is a mistake, we're saying that life hasn't happened for us. It's something bad's happened that shouldn't have happened. So really, there is no such thing as mistakes. We just label it as mistakes. So if you stop seeing things as mistakes or good or bad and just see them as moments in time, which they are, that have happened, we then give you decide what has meaning. And then what you give meaning to has power. So if you give meaning over to a situation that's a mistake, that then has power over you. So how do you change that? So if you can then start seeing it like it's just a moment in time. It's not good or bad. It's just neutral. It's just something that's happened. I decide what I give meaning to. And then that goes back to that. How do you look at things? Do you look at it as like, okay, this is an area for me now to, but what could I do better next time? What have I learned? Or what am I making this mean about me? And I'm going to use it to beat myself up. And as humans, because of our conscious and unconscious mind and the way that other people remember things, we are like the only human, the only animals on the planet that beat ourselves up for the same mistake over and over again, <laughs> like over and over again, because we don't just like, oh, it happened and move on. It's like we remember it and then we overanalyze it. And it's just like it's a vicious cycle sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It, yet again, I keep on saying this, but there's so many things that you say and I try to sort of write down to sort of come back to them and double click on them because there's so many good stuff in here. But yeah, like, like you say, everything happens for a reason. And like yes. every single experience you go through happens, happens in your benefit. And, you yeah. know, sometimes people will be like, yeah, but, but really though, Jocelyn, like the fact that my horse is now hurt, that is not like, it's not benefiting me or that horse or yeah. anyone right now. And I was like, yeah, you might not see it yet, but yes. I promise you in the future, yeah. you'll, you'll look back to this and you will see how it benefited yeah. you it's it's all like the like you say whatever you believe in the universe or god or whatever like it's 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 working in your favor yeah sometimes people will be like yeah no like i seriously can't believe that i'm like that's up to you like i can't decide what you you're gonna believe yeah but, of but what you believe is going to influence how you feel so you know mm. i can only speak from my experience whether it's that whether it is like that or it's, it's not like that i can't prove it like but 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 i just can speak from my experience that it makes me feel a lot better just just by believing that just by believing that everything happens for me and I might not understand it now but I will understand it in the future yeah. and and everything is serving me everything is serving me it's just yeah helps you come from that you sort of 
almost go and look for the reason why that happened. So like yeah. you say, when you make mistakes and in a competition, you'll be like, okay, but look, Justin, everything happens for you. So what do you, what do you think this happened? Like, what are you supposed to learn from this? What, yeah. what, what is this, this experience teaching you that you need in your future? How is this benefiting you? And, and like, I, I always say, this this question I'm going to read it off my whiteboard I have it written on my whiteboard because I always want to remember this it's like what do I need to believe about the situation so that it would serve me oh I really love that question I'm going to ask you to send me that (laughs) I haven't got a pen I was like if I get a pen I'm going to distract myself (laughs) yeah yeah it's just like whatever happens what do I need to believe about this situation so that it would serve me it's it's just such a simple thing really um but but with everything it's like you know I, I was talking to a guy a while back he had had you know it was this super important competitions he had gone mm. into and you know he had he had had one time penalty which means that you know he he was he had cleared all his fences he was almost like true to the next round and he had had one time penalty meaning he'd like he came in one second too late a couple of hundreds of a second probably and you know that kept him sort of out of the final and you know he he like a year later he was still beating himself up about it and you know he'll be like yeah yeah but you know am i not allowed to feel down about this i was like you're allowed but like you know, I personally, I feel like any second that I feel bad about something is a second wasted. Like if you want to yeah. look at it and look what you learned from it, that's that's going to make you feel better. That's 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 productive. Yeah. That's going to give you something. Look, if you want to sit and feel bad about this a year later, cool, go for it. But I can just say that, you know, is that serving you? And it comes back to that question again. Like, is, is it, it serving, is it serving yeah. you? Is it giving you any kind of benefit to sit there and, and moan over it? Like, if it is, sure, yeah. go for it. But but I never have experienced moaning over something actually serving me. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think, like, yes, we're allowed to feel our emotions. It's super important to feel it. But then it's also you have to decide, am I going to let this have situation have power over me? That was the whole point of the release, the regret, the masterclass is like all these situations. And I did like, cause I, Jocelyn came to my masterclass that I did on release and regret. And because I, I realized in my journey, like this year, there was a lot of things that I realized I'd regretted, like some of the choices that I made and whether that be some of the things I procrastinated on some of the, the things I'd chosen to like, let's say like invest in, which I know I didn't need, like I didn't need like some of the things that I've spent money on which then all it whether it like how I invested my time had I like invested time into people that I knew weren't good for me I had I invested time into I don't know scrolling on social media when I could have been doing something more productive whatever it was like I realized I was holding on to a lot of regret and regret then turns into shame and we start shaming ourselves which then stores in our body which makes us feel shit to put it politely yeah. and when we're shaming ourselves we're at like a very low vibration and we can regret things that we've done and I used to be like when I was younger for example I would like look back at past choices of me being younger thinking why did I do that like because it's it's great when we can look back with the knowledge and awareness that we have now what would we do different but it's also about remembering that in that moment when we make decisions we make the best decision based on the knowledge and awareness and understanding we have right now but okay as we evolve and we expand because we do as beings we're constantly evolving. One of my favorite quotes is the only constant in life, everything is temporary. The only constant is change because we are all ever evolving. Everything around us is ever evolving. So it's like, why do we question when we change? We're always expanding. As we learn more, our mind expands. As we learn more, our perception expands. As we learn more, our beliefs expand. Everything is always expanding. 
So it's like we then hold on to this regret of decisions that we made when we didn't have this awareness. So then we get, keep ourselves stuck in the past. But when we're stuck in the past, we're not looking, we're looking backwards. And yes, like I said, you need to look backwards to move forward. But when we're constantly looking backwards, and I realized that's something that I was doing, I was holding on to a lot of regret. And then I was keeping it inside of me and I didn't want to speak it because I didn't want to speak it to then admit that it was real and that I was feeling that because it's really bad. I was like, oh, it's really bad. Like, for example, for me, finances has been a big thing since starting a business and like over committing and then sabotaging, like not bringing stuff in. And like, we all do it in some capacity. And like I said, this one of the biggest lessons I've learned this year and I'm really grateful for it because it taught me a lot about myself and it really showed me that I didn't feel I was worthy. So I'm grateful for that because obviously now I do feel worthy. Like I feel, and I had to go through that. And then it forced me to have like uncomfortable conversations. Like I remember having to tell my dad and I was so scared about having this conversation and I put it off for maybe three or four months. And one of the biggest things that we can do is have conversations. It's about bring the uncomfortable to the surface and have them. Because I was so scared about telling my dad because I didn't want my dad to be disappointed in me. Like, I really value his opinion. Like, he's my dad. I love him to bits. And I told him. And he was just like, because I thought he was going to like, I thought he's, I'm 27 and I thought my dad was going to shout at me and I was really scared. <laughs> and um. I told him and he was just like, okay. It's like, why would I not be proud of you? Just because you might've made some choices. And then as soon as I had that conversation, I couldn't stop crying because I'd held on to this feeling yeah. inside of me like for such a long time. But then he was just like, why would I be mad at you? Like, why would I? And it's like, we hold on to all this stuff inside of us because we regret a decision that we made. But it's just actually it's at the cost it comes to us, like us feeling like that. When actually we just realized it was just, just a, it was just a decision, and actually like no one is judging ourselves, like no one is judging us as much as we judge ourselves. We are our own biggest critic. We can also be our own biggest cheerleader, and it's just how do we decide to look that? I think judgment judgment always shows us what we need to work on, and a lot of the time, like I remember even like starting a business, I really feared posting about it because I was actually fearing would people judge me what I was doing but really when I the more I learned about myself and the more I've learned on my journey through mindset and understanding of like behavior and emotional intelligence and a lot of the work I've done on myself I realized like judgment is just a mirroring back to me what I'm judging in myself it's not really about other people's judgment it's more how is I feeling and actually judgment from anybody anybody or if you judge someone and this is not to shame you for judging if you are judging someone, it's not about that person. It's about you. And like, that's the, the mirror analogy. Like life is always mirroring back to us. Like, for example, if I was to say, oh, Joc I'm judging Jocelyn because, oh, she didn't do well in this competition. It's not about you. This is about me. This is me like saying like, oh, I'd be judging myself if I did that. So it's when you can start seeing, um, seeing like that, then it's like we realize that actually that, Ah, it's not about other people it's about me so it's the same way when people do judge you when you've worked on your self-worth and your self-love and you've released regret okay for example I keep talking about finances because it's the most prominent debt people might see debt as good or bad like I feel very neutral about the fact I got myself into debt I can talk about it like because I'm not holding any shame it's just a fact but other people might look at it like oh it's really bad but I, I feel neutral, so there's no shame. It's just a fact. Okay, I got myself into debt. Like, it's just like, okay, I've walked to the shops. Literally, and this is kind of, I really want to, like, normalise these conversations about things because we hold on to so much shame and regret about things. It could be that 
we wish that we'd shown up better for a competition. We wish we'd have put more effort into certain things. And it's like when you can start neutralizing what happened to you and just see it's just a thing that happened, it takes away the power that other people have to hold judgment over you. Because actually when, okay, if, I don't know, say you were judging me or what she got into debt, that's really bad and wanted to go, I'm not bothered. Like if you're bothered, <laughs> that says something about you. So it's just yeah. like when we can start to see that and when we we accept what's happened and we just see it as factual and we just talk about it as normal. And this is why I really resonate with people that can talk about struggles in life. Um, and it takes a lot of strength and courage to be open about your struggles and admit it. And I think this is one of the things I really do pride myself on is my ability to talk about my struggles and share my experiences and talk about it with no shame. Because actually, like, I know it helps a lot of people talk about things or not even talk about it, just lets a lot of people realise that they're not alone. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we always want to feel is we're not the only one feeling like this because actually a lot of the time we think we're the only person that feels like this. And then someone else speaks and we're like, oh, that person feels like that. I'm not alone. And one of my clients said to me last week, she's like, she's like, not that I'm really happy that you struggled with things, but she's like, I love hearing you talk about it because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. And then I'm like, oh, she gets it. And I think that's a really important thing. Like, especially as you as a coach, like you get what it's like to be in that competition setting. Like you said, I've felt this. And like, that's really powerful to have someone in your corner. And like anybody that coaches with you knows that you are coming from a place of, I get this. I get what you're going through. I get that mindset. Well, I've worked through this. And like, I just, I love the way that you speak about the things that you've worked through because People, you you are the evidence that it's possible to change that. And I just think like when you can have someone in your corner that gets it, that can actually be like, I get what you're going through. So you have someone that shows that compassion, but also like, I get it, but okay, what are we going to do to change it? Because it's all right having people say, yeah, I really get it. It's okay that you feel like that. And like you just carry on in this like, like this cycle of, yeah, I'm not good enough. No, it's like, no, okay, like I get that you feel like that because I feel like that, but how do you want to feel? Oh, well, I want to feel good enough. I want to feel like I can do it. Okay, how are we going to get there? But I get it that you're going to have days where you doubt yourself. I get it that you're going to have days where you beat yourself up. I get it you're going to have days where you think the whole world is against you and I don't know, like <laughs> I'm going to use business. I don't used to say I want to burn my business to the ground and start again. Like, we're going to have days like that. Okay, then, then days are part of it. But it's in those days actually you learn the most about yourself and to have someone in your corner and it's not, you don't need someone to do the work. We all do the work ourselves. We just have people that mirror back to us our greatness. We also have people that mirror back to us the parts of us that we get to work on. That's the beauty of having a coach. It's having someone to be able to, to shine you the light on the power that's inside of you and remind you of that power, but also shine the light on you. Okay, you're standing in your own way here. And that's the power of being, it's not even just a coach, it's having friends, having people in your life that are willing to have these uncomfortable conversations with you and not feed the old narratives. And I think it's really important, especially when you're going towards something that you really love, whether it's like horse riding, building a business, whatever it is, to have people that have people that are in your corner that get it because they're going to push you to be greater they're going to push you to say like we get it but when we're we're going to do things that maybe that like a lot of people don't do then we realize that actually some people think that they're helping us out but actually they're projecting their fear on us it's about having people in your corner that get it but also having people in the corner that, that get it that understand but also like gonna push you to be greater and greater 
like and that's a really important thing and I think that's why you want to surround yourself with people that can do that for you and like that's the power of people that are going in the same direction or doing the same thing because there'll be so many people that do doubt what you do because a lot of the time we're doing things that a lot of people won't do like I don't know starting a business going to have like a professional career like doing something that's maybe against like the norm of society a lot of people don't want to push themselves so when you go do that you shine a lot of light on other people's insecurity where they're thinking I don't have the confidence to do that and I've experienced that with friends where when I first started out and I was like posting on social media and it takes a lot of courage to do that to put yourself out there to to show up to show your face like that fear of being seen I had friends like ask me like do I find what I'm doing embarrassing like, do I find, like, what I'm putting out there embarrassing? And I was like, well, no, if I found it embarrassing, I wouldn't do it. And then it's later transpired. It was like, I don't have the confidence to do what you do. So it's like it was a backhanded way of her projecting she didn't have the confidence on me. So she was trying to put me down. So it's like whenever we're doing something, there will be people that do try and put you down, but that's not about you. And that's where you build that belief in yourself where I know that, um, where you know that it's, a, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about, but we make it mean something about us because if we don't believe we're good enough, we don't believe we're worthy, it feeds into that narrative, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, see, they're right. So it's like you have to feed what you believe. So it's like certain times, like, I mean, I've been maybe sometimes a little bit cutthroat, but I think this is where boundaries come in with people and people might not get it. So you have to be the one that says, you might not understand what I'm doing, but you saying these comments isn't helping. Please, can you stop saying it? It might be these certain people you don't want to, certain people make you feel good. Certain people don't make you feel good. And it's about you being able to assess that and actually decide that um, I'm not going to spend time with this person. And like having to like set boundaries. And especially when you're on any form of growth journey, as you evolve as an individual, we outgrow people. And it's not like you were any better than that person. It's just simply that we, we outgrow that person. And like, that's okay. And I think it's something that's not actually spoken a lot about in the personal development space is the loss of people as you embark on this journey of change and as you evolve. And I think it's a really important conversation like to normalize that it's okay to feel sad if there's people that were in your life that maybe are now not in your life. Like It's okay to feel sad about it. It's a loss, but it's also about remembering that the most important person in your life is you and you want to fill your life with people that make you be the best version of you, that that help you, like, elevate you. And, like, that's the power of who you surround yourself with. Like, you and I connect. Like, you elevate me to be better. Like, we have conversations that expand. We're not sat there gossiping about people. We're sat there... How do we improve? How, what's going on in life? Talk to me about it and normalizing like things like, I don't know, we were talking before the podcast about things that we'd been through and things we've been working through. Normalize that kind of conversation, not normalize like gossiping and different things, putting people down, normalize conversations that are going to expand you. And like, especially when you are working and striving for something that you really want, you want to be around people that are in that same mindset. And it's not saying that, if someone's not in that mindset, like I said, this is not about I'm better than you. It's just like, no, I am choosing to put myself in a, an environment that's going to expand me. I'm choosing to be around people that are going to push me. I'm choosing to be around people that are going to challenge my perspective and maybe make me think differently about things because that's where we grow the most. And that's the most important thing. 
Yeah, again, I keep on repeating myself, but Jesus Christ, there's so, I'm just sitting here like, oh my God, this is like the good thing after the other. And yeah, no, I, I, I don't like, there's so many things I wanted to talk about in there, but yeah, absolutely. I feel like the community and being a right, around the right kind of people. And, and, you know, when we talk about the right kind of people, those are people that you can share your celebrations with when things are going yeah. well, without them feeling like, oh shit. And, you know, becoming jealous and sort of breaking you off because of that. Because yeah. let's be honest, like sometimes you can't even share what's going well, well because yeah. you'll see that, oh, they will be jealous and they will start like, you know, comment, da 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 da. And so like have people around you that you can share the good stuff with, but equally so have people around you that you can share when things are tough and tell the truth about it and just have yeah. that have that you know place to to be able to do that and and you know I've obviously seen this a lot with my with my group coaching program that I have and and mm -hmm. there's like it's just something magical about having a community of writers where you can just sit and say okay this is amazing and people will be happy about it but equally so you can also say like you know this happened you know Mm -hmm. my horse is hurt at the moment and like let's be honest that sucks like I you know and I'm sad about this and like you also touched upon earlier like it's okay to feel those feelings as well yeah. because sometimes people feel like I have to be happy and I have to be positive and you know I'm all about positivity like that's what I stand for that's what my group coaching program is yeah. called it's called the positive equestrian performance program you know but equally so it's okay to you know I think to in order to be positive you have to sort of be be okay with feeling those feelings as well and speaking yeah. it out and there's I think it's always so amazing how many other like once one person in our program dares to speak out about something yeah. and they say it like it is and how they feel and they just like put their emotions on the table how many people will go like thank you like you sort of put words to what I was feeling and it's so mm -hmm. nice to know that I'm not alone and and then you can sort of help each other to work through that and you can sort of bring yeah. each other to a new level and and yeah it's I, I think the community community in there is just it's just incredible and and like you say sometimes you'll grow, grow out of people and not be afraid to actually cut those cut those bands like it's yeah. it's it's and I've done I've had to do this you've probably done the same thing had to I've wanted to do this a lot in my life lately because like you say the more you grow as a person the the more you realize that there's people that you've grown out of and and that you that are not filling you with energy that are not improving you that are actually breaking you down and it's tough like it's tough especially when you're like and I've been a people pleaser a lot in the past and it's so yeah. hard to be like you know actually no I'm I'm showing up for myself here and you know you don't have to say it to their face that you're not helping me become better you don't have to say it to their face but just say that at all. you know just 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 be okay with saying goodbye to people and you know, sometimes it's it's people that you can't like it can be family or whatever. But then, yeah. like you say, set your boundaries. Tell yeah. people like, you know what? I'm fine with having those kind of conversations with this. But this kind of conversation it, it, it doesn't interest me. Like, can we can we talk about something else or re redirect the conversation or just don't go deeper into it and yeah. just be like, you know what? Judging people and talking shit about people. That's just the time of conversation. I don't want to participate in. Can we please talk yeah. about something else? And and equally, when you're doing so, you're helping other people in 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 they'll be like, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I think it's like one thing you, you said there, the, the first thing I want to touch upon is when you said when people are like in your group program talk and it makes I had a conversation with a lady, I went to went to yoga last night and I was talking to her afterwards and she was asking me what I do and then I was explaining and I was talking about it and then she's like oh you've just put words to what I've been feeling yeah. and she's like and when you hear that it's like a lot of the time we're all feeling the same kind of things at the end of the day we all think that deep down we're not good enough and that's something where the most common belief is that I'm not good enough and it's like a lot of the time we're dealing with things and 
other people are feeling it and it's not about someone else has the answer it's just sometimes someone else can say it and then you're like oh now that makes sense and I think this is why I love obviously I love like spirituality and woo woo but I also love like mindset because I and also I really I've done a lot of work on emotional intelligence and understanding behaviors and I, I find human behavior like so fascinating because I actually think like there is a reason why we act a certain way we we are programmed and it's like different things and it's just really just being able to like we said earlier on in the episode have something where we can say actually no I feel like this and this is why it makes it make sense for us rather than like because oh yes obviously there is the unknown and some things that like are unknown but like sometimes we just need to know like we're not crazy or we're not like feeling this way for nothing like having a reason is just like oh okay and then it makes sense and then we can move on and it's just like it sometimes it's that missing piece it's like uh it makes sense like it makes sense and that's what we sometimes need and also it's also really powerful like I love hearing people's stories and experiences on what they would do in situations because sometimes because we all have such a unique journey that gets us to this point we all have different perspectives based on our experiences and understandings that sometimes it takes hearing someone else's perspective to then trigger something inside of us and be like, oh, actually, that's a really good way of looking at it. And then that switches our lens. So you can always, like, again, it's that back to living life through the lens of curiosity, like always be open to hearing other people because actually you learn so much for them. And also like you can learn so much about what you do want, but also what doesn't align with you. And I think that's a really beautiful thing as well to actually like, I don't really agree with that and understanding like, okay, well, why don't I agree with that? Maybe because it doesn't align with your values as a person of what you believe, what you stand for. But actually like we can coexist together. Every opinion is valid, even extreme ones, as much as we we might not believe it, like they can coexist together. Like just because someone believes something doesn't mean you have to believe it. And it's like just the same with like you said about being positive, like the duality of life is we can't have like light without dark. We can't have positive without negative. So both experiences are needed. And one is not greater than the other, that they're equal. So it's like, if you want to experience the positives in life, you have to be able to accept and experience the negatives. Because if we're never accepting the negatives, we're numbing ourselves and that's toxic positivity. You have to be able to, okay, this has happened. Maybe I see it as a negative, but also this has happened. It's a positive, like they both exist. Not one is better than the other. And I think it's just about like remembering the, the duality of life is, like I said, we can't have light without dark. So it's the same with this duality of the situations of accepting that, that if you want to experience the highest of highs, well, guess what? You're going to experience the lowest of lows. And you know what? That's beautiful because that's life. And that's part of this journey. So the same with riding. If you want to experience being at the top of riding, you're going to have to also experience it being at the bottom and being the worst, because if you can accept being at the bottom and being at the worst, you're going to truly appreciate when you get to the top. But if you can't appreciate being at the bottom of something or not being at the best at something, and you can't appreciate that now, when you get to the top, why? what makes you think you will appreciate it? Because if you can't appreciate where you're at now in this journey, you are not going to, doesn't matter. This is because it's one of this, I've just reminded myself of this point, but it's like the same with happiness. It's, the same with I'll be confident when okay I'll be confident when I get first place I'll be happy when I place on the podium I'll be happy when I get a certain amount of money in my bank I'll be happy when I meet a partner I'll be happy when 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 conditioning happiness conditioning confidence conditioning all these things when is a condition because the thing is I will tell you I said I will be happy when I start my own business I will be happy when I leave my job I'll be happy when 
I leave the like left the UK to live in Morocco for a little while. I'd be happy when. Let me tell you, I was not happy when then things <laughs> happened because it was another thing I was then striving yeah. for. You have to choose in this moment. It's a choice whether you're going to be happy or you're going to choose to try and be happy. Because if you are constantly waiting for when something will happen, you will never feel it, and you're always going to be left chasing that feeling. You can choose now. How would you feel? This is what I always ask myself. How would I feel if I had nothing that I had now? If nothing, no money in the bank, no like friends, how would I truly feel within myself? Because that's how I base how I feel. No matter what is going on around me, how do I feel? And that's something that's been one of the biggest mindset shifts this year, especially with struggle with the things that I've struggled with, is how do I feel happy no matter what is going on around me? How do I not let that influence? Because when we're putting conditions on things, we're making it conditional. How do I try and make that happiness unconditional? That like it doesn't, I don't know. I always say like when I, I don't know, I can just going to use, I'm not in a relationship at the minute, but I always use like, I want, I don't know if I went to find a partner, I want someone like, it doesn't matter what the physical belongings we have it doesn't matter how do I feel in that moment when there's just the simple things like the same with myself like how do I feel in the moments when I know I have nothing around me how do I feel like my happiest space honestly is when I'm sat on the beach like listening to the sea like feeling the sand like I don't have anything that's when I feel at my happiest it's not about what physical possessions I have it's not about the success in my business it's not about the impact I made it's about how do I feel in that moment and to me like that's how I know like I've succeeded because when I'm in them moments, I feel content in myself, but there was a time where I was scared of my own company. So it's just like, it, you can get there. Like you can get to that point. And you said about family, like you said also about like family, family will always trigger you. They're the people that are the closest to you. They, they know they've known you from the moment you was born. They've seen the evolution of you. And also when we change and our place in the family changes as we evolve, it is difficult. It's been something I've really, really had to work on because I distanced myself. Like I obviously I've always lived away, not in, but like, because when I was working on myself, I just had a lot of like stuff I needed to deal with. And it's only like, now I feel like I'm through the other side, but like I can go back to my family, like, because actually like I've forgiven, I've let go. So like your family, will might not get it but that's okay like it doesn't mean they love you any less and it doesn't mean you love them any less but we're just all on different journeys and sometimes I don't know I've definitely found like being on this journey of growth that I've wanted just to help the people around me feel the way that I feel but it's also about remembering like everyone is on their own journey and all you can do is lead by example and people might not feel comfortable with the evolution of you it will shine like I said a lot of light on people's insecurities of beliefs like why can they do it and I can't mm-hmm. why do I not have the confidence but that's not for you to not believe that you have the confidence that's for you to just keep guiding being that light for people because actually like you're having more impact than you truly believe so just keep being you just keep pushing forward doing what you're doing because you inspire so many people that like you don't even realize like around you that look at you so like we look at I don't know look at people for inspiration so many people look at you for inspiration and I think it's actually like I feel emotional thinking about it because it's like you don't actually realize and I think as well it's for me this is where the integrity comes in it's like the type of person I am I don't care about people's title I don't care what money you've got in the bank I don't care what you do like you could be the most richest person in the world like, how do you treat people? We're all humans. It doesn't matter circumstantially what got us here. Like, do you have, and this is how I tell a lot about a person is does a person, when they greet someone, I don't know that they might feel is, ben- I'm going to inverted commas, beneath them, for example, like someone 
how do you treat that person? Do you see them as a person or like, say I'm like going to a coffee shop. I love going into coffee shop. I love going into supermarkets and asking like the cashier, like, oh, how's your day going? Having that human to human conversation because so many people were just like, were so like oblivious and look. So how do you treat people? So it's like, if you're really acting in integrity with who you are as a person, how do you treat every person that you meet? No matter like what the level of importance are. Like to me, that's the humanness of life. And like, I would agree, I greet everybody the same. I will ask everybody how the day is going. I do, like I said, I don't care about the label above your head. That I, I care about who you are at the core as a person. Like because I've, we've all got good in us. Like at the end of the day, like we we do all have good in us. We're all the same. We just obviously like we've, we've just got different facets. So it's like if you really want to like just look at yourself or just from a, from a human perspective outside of riding, just okay, the same way, like, how do you greet the other riders in a competition? Of course, yes, you have to get into a competition mindset, but, like, do you congratulate people? Do you give people gratitude? Do you say thank you? Like, do you show appreciation? Because if you can do that in your day-to-day life, and it's the same with, like, compliments, a lot of the time we don't accept compliments, but we're happy to give them. But can you give compliments? Can you give without expecting it back? Do you receive compliments? Because one of the hardest things for me was, has been being able to accept compliments from other people and other people being like that was amazing because they would have been at a time where I'd have been like oh no they're just saying it but it's like also remembering that people don't just say things especially nice things for the sake of saying it they're saying it because they genuinely believe it and then who are we to say oh I'm just going to disregard your compliment because actually that's quite a disrespectful thing <laughs> like and that really was for me these little shifts just in everyday life have been they probably had the biggest impact it's like how do you speak to people? I've got a part-time job as well now. So it's like, I realize like I am my brand, no matter where I am, no matter where I'm working, whether I'm working as Lorna the coach, Lorna's in the coffee shop. And how do I show up where I'm Lorna that's just this, going to the supermarket? When, how do I show up? At the end of the day, everything you do is a representation of you. It shouldn't matter where you are. Like you should, people could see me on social media. They can meet me in person. I'm the same person. People can meet me in day-to-day life, just walking past the street, or they can meet me in a work capacity. I'm still the same person. So it's just like asking yourself, like, are you that same person when you're at competitions? Because people, I always like remember this, like people don't care what you do. They don't really care how you do it. They care why you do it. People don't remember what you have. They remember how you make them feel. So how do you make people feel? Because that's what people are going to remember. And I think that's just like the essence of being like a good person and being able to like give good and do good in the world. It's like, how do you make people feel when they're in your presence? Because if you can make people feel feel loved, seen, like you appreciate them, like that's going to come back to you tenfold. And it's not about giving to receive. It's just like the more good you put out there, the more it's going to help you. These are the kind of things that are going to build how you believe in yourself. How do you feel about yourself? How much do you love yourself? Is your ability to love others, to give to others? And it's not from like we talked a bit about people pleasing. It's not about people pleasing. It's just like, are you you genuine with what you feel? And when you see something and like you see something in someone, can you say it? Because it says a lot about you as a person to be like, you did a really good job. Even if you think you didn't do a good job, but you can tell the other person they did because actually like that other person might need to hear that. And it's just these little things are all just how you just act throughout life, never mind just in competition, like how you can act throughout life will impact how you show up in competition because it all, competition is not on a pedestal, riding is not on a pedestal to you. Like it's just part, it's an extension of who you are. So it's like 
when you can actually just start from the core, which is you acting from this place, it will feed into every other facet of life, competition, family, work, business, whatever it is. You will start just showing up as a better human being, which is going to improve like your performance because you feel happier within inside yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, I've just like written down so many things that I want to touch upon. But like, I, I think one thing you said, and that's really funny, actually, I, I always think like, you know, the universe sort of, you know, it's crazy. All of a sudden you see this message like everywhere. And it, I literally, what you just said about, you know, accepting compliments, I literally heard that in a podcast yesterday, exactly what you said. Like it's, you know, when you, if someone is telling you like, oh, you did that well, or you wrote that line really well and, and you'll be like, yeah, but da, 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 da. And you just like go on about like everything that, that, you know, wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Yeah. And it's like, you, you're almost like disregarding that person. It's like, you know, they told you something, they gave you a compliment yeah. and you were like, no, that's not true. You're sort of like degrading their opinion. You're sort of like what you are saying yeah. is not true. You're calling you're calling them out to be a liar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, well, actually, you know, if you could just say thank you, like I really appreciate Literally that. It's as simple as thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're not I needing to say that. anything else. No. Even if in your head you might be thinking, oh, well, I don't agree with it. Just simply express gratitude to say thank you. Thanks. Because like yeah. we don't need to say anything else. We just need to, to show appreciation. Like I said, Okay, like if I said to you, Jocelyn, you've done amazing today, and you're like, "No, I've not." Like you are disregarding the fact exactly. that, like, my, yeah. it's like, okay, the same with if if you you're saying, how would you feel if the shoe was on the other foot? That's what I always think. If someone said yeah. to me, like, "Oh, Lonnie, you've done really well," and I've gone, "No, no, you've not," but then I'm saying to someone, and like, Jocelyn, you've done really well, and you've gone, "No, no, no, I've not." I'm like, "Oh, okay, like." I'm just telling you something really nice. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're like, like, no, that's like, not true. Okay. You're a liar. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> because then next time someone's not going to say it. So no, someone might exactly. be thinking it, but like all these little things help your confidence. All these little things yeah. help your self-belief. Yeah. All these little things, they're just these, we think it's these big macro, massive changes we need to make. It's just these tiny little shifts. Yeah. Absolutely. That really make the biggest difference. This, the smallest things, like, and you yeah. say, like, everything sort of belongs together, like your writing, business, whatever, you know, your family, everything just belongs together. It's about making yeah. those, like, tiny micro changes where you just do something slightly different. It's going to escalate into, into huge things. And and I also, something else you said, like, you know, the energy sort of what you give out there, like, what you give out to other people is also what you're going to get back. Yeah. And I always, like, I always think about that. You know, my dad always told me as a kid, and that's something that's really stuck with me is like, be towards other people the way you did. That you want to be treated yeah. it's such a simple thing but i 100 believe that that energy that you're sending out there is what mm. you're going to get back so if yeah, you radi- radiate positivity just a simple thing like if you if you go into a show i always try to you know make sure in, in a warm-up arena it can be quite tense you know people are stressed they're nervous they're doing their own yeah, thing and you know it's 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 a sort of tense atmosphere i always do my best to like step into that warm-up arena and just put this biggest smile on my face and just like meet people with positive good atmosphere because like you say i represent my brand every time i'm out there i represent my brand but also who you are what do you stand for what people absolutely but then also you're giving that positive energy to people and 99 percent of the time people will smile back to you which means that you you've made yourself feel better because also like when you put a smile on your face you feel better automatically (laughs) you feel better you feel more confident the people that you you come across they feel better they feel more confident so you've just like started you know creating this positive spiral so you know it's just just helps yourself 
to feel mm -hmm. better you know that you've done something good for someone else that day and it helps you feel better so yeah it's just those tiny things and and um you know again i feel like there's so much stuff in here lorna and i i'm, <laughs> I'm starting to, i know that we're coming up against an hour now and we're really gonna have to you know sort of close this close this interview because i feel like it can go on like we could go on yeah, we talk go about, about five hours <laughs> we, we, we could go on forever and i think you know i don't know would you would you would you want to come back sometime i think i would just... love to come back <laughs> i just think it's been such an an it's just yeah. such an empowering conversation and it's been so nice because I know we said at the start, like, I think what we, we think with like mindset, it's like your mindset is like everything and it doesn't matter what facet of your life that, mm -hmm. that it relates. Like we've related a lot to riding, so obviously that's your audience, but like it's the same with business. So it's like actually the, the maybe the struggles you've had in business will relate to riding because actually they overlap. They're not separate mm -hmm. things. For anybody that is listening to the podcast, it's like, not just about looking at your riding it's also then you can start to reflect in other areas of your life because this is the thing that I and it's like when we put things on a pedestal something that really has helped me this year is I realized I put my business on a pedestal and I thought that it was above me but the minute we like take it off that pedestal and realize everything is an extension and also that yes okay riding might take up like a large proportion of your life at the minute if you're like competing and you're putting a lot of time in but also it's just one one section of your life, like family, friends, adventure, finances, work, are all other second segments and they're equally as important. So it's just about like, of course, one might be taking more time at the minute, but just remembering like, it's just look at the other facets of your life because they're equally important. Because for me, the biggest shift has been the minute I took pressure off business and just started to add like more fun into my life, more like putting focus on, other areas like the relationships with my friends and family and spending more time doing the things that genuinely bring me joy more time like putting into like my health and fitness like I've just like joined a yoga studio and I'm being really intentional about going every day the more I've like just switched my focus off the one thing I was putting all my focus on it's like the one thing I was putting all my focus on is now just suddenly like flourishing because mm. I'm not putting the pressure so if mm. you're feeling like with riding for example there's a lot of pressure and you're maybe not making the progress I would actually say stop focusing on riding and that's not saying I'm not saying stop going to training or and going yeah. to practice I'm saying just how can you add a little bit more to the other areas is it that you feel like I don't know is it that you feel you've not spent enough time with your friends you've not spent enough time just letting your hair down not spent enough time just doing things for you start adding more of that into your life because then watch how your riding will improve and it's like we put so much pressure sometimes on this one thing that we really want to succeed that we then just disregard everything else but even actually the more you put focus and attention into the other things the thing that you really want to succeed is probably going to elevate so it's just a little something to think about because it's that's something I really realized in myself this year and it's the minute like I said I've taken the pressure off and actually like found other ways to remove the pressure and add other as like, aspects of the, my life in more frequently like my business now feels like oh it feels like it's flowing again I feel like the ideas are coming to me I feel like things are shifting and I'm like these opportunities are presenting in myself like I'm off to Morocco to do a workshop in January which is crazy that like I'm being and I'm just like these opportunities are presenting themselves and it's come from the moment I've took the pressure off and it's like, because before it's like the same with like, with riding, the more pressure you're putting on, we're constantly, oh, oh, oh there's a lot of tension. And it's like, it's like we make mistakes or we're in that heightened state. So it's like, just where can you just switch your focus? Where can you add more fun? Because that's what life is about. It's about living and it's about experiencing and we can want to succeed, but we can also enjoy ourselves at the same time. 
Uh, yeah, and there's uh, yet again so many things I want to touch upon with what you just said. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to because I'm aware of that we really need to wrap this up, and, yeah. and people are coming like, "Are you guys ever gonna shut up?" Like, no, but it's, it's um, yeah, it's it's brilliant, and I I I know there's so much value in there, and there's gonna be so much people really really appreciating this. So you're gonna have to come back another time. Yeah, I'll Lorna. come back absolutely. anytime, and you're gonna and, have to come uh, on my podcast as well. I will, I will, I will, I'm absolutely, and continue um, this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, again, I feel like we could talk for hours, but 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 also something else I already asked you. Also, I would love to for you to come in my group coaching program as well. Yeah, and, I would. And, I would uh, be honored to come in your yeah, group coaching program and speak about mindset. So I'm there. So everyone, Super. sign up to Jocelyn's program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for putting that out there. Now, a hundred percent. So so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this and see how we can take this this conversation a step further and yeah, and you know help elevate each other and and yeah, our, the, the people that we that we have in our audiences. So thank you so so much yeah, Lorna thank you so for, much uh, for having me <laughs> it's been for, a pleasure yeah no absolutely and and uh, for everyone who wants to you know follow your journey like where yeah. can where can they find you uh, the best point of contact I do a lot on Instagram so my Instagram handle is at it's my name Lorna McKenna underscore I think I sent it to you so you can add it to the show notes I also yeah. have a podcast called the evolve and evolve and expand with Lorna and um, I've just rebranded it it was called making mindset matter before if people listen to the older episodes and thinking is this the same podcast it is they're the best points of contact at the moment I'm looking I'm just in the middle of building a website so there'll be more there but Instagram and it's come and if anybody like has resonated or wants any further please just pop me a message I love connecting and just love helping so if there's anything that anybody's touched upon or they're not sure of and they just wanted something explaining please reach out I definitely don't buy I'm very loving and friendly yeah (laughs) I I want to just see people like there's nothing that lights me up more than seeing people succeed and going after what they want in life and I just think I just admire like especially athletes like the dedication to the craft and to what they put in I just to anybody that's dedicated to anything I just think it's really incredible so I just want to see people succeed because so just come come reach out and we can chat and I can help you in any way so. yeah and 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 to everyone like Lorna really means this like we've, we've been having a lot of conversations I went to her yeah. uh, master class like uh, last week I think it was and and she's just the most loving giving person she will give you like just so much value it's it's <laughs> it's, it's incredible so yeah if, if you do resonate with anything that we talked about uh don't be afraid to reach out to Lorna send her a message and uh, she'll be happy to help you so thank you so 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 much Lorna yeah, again we're doing you. this again sometime yes, I wish I <laughs> wish you an amazing day and uh, and uh, we'll speak soon. Speak soon.